Welcome to The Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering minute number 31, which runs all the way from 30 minutes on the clock to 30 minutes 59. Uh, It starts with Eduardo in uh, the Winklevoss deposition, uh, basically uh, throwing shade at the twins, uh, which is probably... This is the only time where we get to see Eduardo interacting with the twins, and it's probably one of my favorite things in the film because he's just so kind of like just... It had nothing to do with whatever you were doing. Like he's, it's funny because we'll talk about his motivation for taking that line of, of kind of you know backing Bark up. Um, but I think it's quite interesting. And then we kind of start to go back in time and we we see what is I don't know what probably one of the best edited sequences in the film, which is the reading of the emails. Which I you know under normal circumstances reading emails would probably be the most boring thing in a film. Uh, but I think David Fincher makes it work. And, uh, you know, we have Divya Narendra asking, uh, does anyone else think there's something up with this guy? Um, and in between that, we also, I think we get just a little bit of the start of Eduardo um, trying to make the first cut of the, the um, I think is it the, I can't remember which club punched him now. I think it was the, I think it was the fly. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, Eduardo is being tested at the same time as we're seeing this back and forth. So it kind of gives us an idea of where the characters were at the time where Mark was effectively maybe stealing Facebook from somebody else. Uh, the film doesn't really kind of take judgment this early in the film. And joining me to talk about today is Ollie Brady. Hello, Ollie. Hey, Darren. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm just laughing at your, your use of a giant maybe there. <laughs> yeah. Well, in as I discussed, like you know, in the some of the previous minutes when they were setting it up of like you know Mark being pitched the Facebook, but as Harvard connection, you know everything that they describe, you know everything that Winklevoss twins described to Mark Zuckerberg of like you know people have their own pages and you'll put pictures on there and they'll be able to check them out and all. Like obviously that that sounds like pretty much every single social network. Yeah. So it's kind of int- like in the film, there's a little bit of kind of shading that maybe Mark is like stealing the idea because then. You know, in the previous few minutes, um, he literally then goes to the AEPI party and says to Eduardo, I've come up with this idea. And he describes this this new idea he's come up with, which I guess some people might think is, you know, again, it's 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 basically like a social network thing. Um, but it's taken the idea of what he did with Face Mash and, you know, like the, the element of knowing people. And, you know, I guess, I, I don't know, like... I think that because obviously Mark Zuckerberg was the one person who wasn't interviewed for Ben Mesrick's book, it means that the other people in the book were able to spin things a little bit in their directions. And I, I do like, though, that Eduardo is, you know, he's saying, you know, it didn't have much to do with the Winklevoss's dating site. And, of course, Tyler's immediately like, you weren't there. You like, weren't there. <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you know? How would you know? You weren't there. Um, and then, of course, we get a little bit of, you know, were you aware that while Mr. Zuckerberg was building the Facebook, he was leading the plaintiffs to believe he was building Harvard Connection, which obviously this is essentially the nub of the film like the you know the film was pitched as a facebook movie but it it really wasn't it was about 
whether or not there was like some kind of um, you know intellectual kind of theft basically that's the kind of the whole basis of the film and that one line is kind of probably one of the most important from the legal point of view of like you know while you were telling him about facebook you know was he doing this other thing you know like kind of misleading these 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 people yeah um, and that's why and, zuckerberg's lawyer says that you're leading the uh, the witness yeah, and, you're offering a conclusion not found in evidence, which is, yeah. you know, Sai is a great lawyer. I love the guy who plays Sai. He's, he's such a great actor because he is. particularly in the like in the scenes that are in this 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 one deposition with the twins and Divya, um, it has more of a kind of like, um, you know, a kind of old school lawyer feel, you know, like the lawyers are all white haired and the questions <laughs> really are young, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and and the you know the room is wood panelled, and you know it's different to the one where we have Gretchen and uh, Eduardo because you know that's a glass office. You've got Rashida Jones there at the side. You're like everything about that is a lot more younger, and it it feels kind of different. You know, here it's basically kind of like I don't know. I I love as well when we get Gage reading the you know the emails, and then that leads us into the kind of we intercut Flashback between. Scenes. Yeah, yeah, we have we have Mark. And he has like you know Friendster and MySpace, which is <laughs> such a wonderful thing to be on a whiteboard. And then of course you know new company, and that's like that's him kind of laying out what he's thinking of doing. And again, that spins it as if Mark Zuckerberg's idea was completely like not. He he doesn't put Harvard Connection on that board as an idea. He you know he's just coming up with his own company. Um, and then this is where we get you know the whole thing of. You know, the many, many emails that get sent backwards and forwards. Um, and in between this, it's worth saying that, you know, um, well, I mean, it's the it's the Phoenix, the punched Eduardo, I've now remembered. Um, so you get that intercut <laughs> with the start of, you know, Eduardo at the Phoenix house and, you know, him kind of like drinking, drinking dressed in yeah. a tuxedo and, you know, every, everything that kind of we had seen in the opening scenes. Uh, you know, obviously in the opening five minutes, you know, we had a lot of talk about finals clubs. And, you know, we kind of saw the, you know, the, the buses pulling up with the women and the partying and stuff as the face mash sequence happened. And now we're actually seeing, you know, what it takes to get into those clubs. Like, you know, something that obviously Mark Zuckerberg had talked about in the opening scene, but something he wasn't going to go for. And it's also worth saying in that opening scene, I think he says the Phoenix is the most diverse. And mm-hmm. then obviously in the previous five minutes, when he talked to Eduardo about the fact that Eduardo had been punched, he says you know, well, you know, maybe it's not to do with diversity. So, like, he's, you know, again, that's kind of one of the seeds of, like, the dissent that will come between them. But it's also interesting because that just calls back to, you know, the earlier idea of, you know, the Phoenix being the most diverse of the clubs. And the fact that Eduardo's got in, obviously all we know about the Phoenix is from, you know, Mark's talking about it and his point of view. So we are kind of then also led to think as, as viewers, well, maybe Eduardo's only getting in because of... You know, the fact that he's like Brazilian or, you know, whatever it is that's leading, like leading them to pick him kind of to increase the diversity. Um, but then at the same and time, of course, they, they cast one of the most diverse actors you possibly could. <laughs> in. And Andrew Garfield is Edward or Eduardo. The yeah. least diverse looking human being has ever been. I, I mean, if I if you were to ask me to sit down and draw a white guy, I'd probably draw Andrew Garfield. Uh, yeah, I would say him or... Um, I don't know that one guy who played Doctor Who. Uh, I know that's not narrowing it down. Uh, the one who was very popular for a few years. Oh, before. Matt Smith. There you go. Yeah, probably just as little tiny bit whiter than uh, than Andrew Garfield. Or um, maybe maybe John Hamm. <laughs> because <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty white. 
And then, he having is. said that, the two of us are about, we're practically glowing in the dark here, Darren. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Eduardo is, you know, going through the, the kind of test to join this club. And then, at the same time, you know, we're getting over the top of this. Um, I'm trying to remember the music that plays over the top. Uh, I have a feeling it is Intriguing Possibilities is the title of the track. Mm. Um, and it kind of builds up as the as the kind of as the thing goes on as we we're building towards, you know, Mark, um, you know, programming and kind of coming up with the ideas for the the website. And then in between we get, you know, um, these various different uh you know kind of tests for eduardo and then you know a gauge reading out what i like you know the these kind of the, the the kind of the official reading out of emails is quite funny because it's like from mark zuckerberg to cameron winklevoss december 1st 2003 sorry i was unreachable tonight i you know missed three or four uh, three of your uh, sorry i just got up about three of your missed calls i was working on a problem set for my systems class and then i like the kind of looks between you know the the, the you know the army's hammer and uh, kind of this kind of Okay, is this you know? Is this like wondering if this guy is legit? And you know, the as that as they kind of read stuff, it's kind of interesting. And um, in the script, it actually describes you know, uh, there's a little bit in the middle of this where it says you know, an art history class, and we see you know, people run past students, and they've all got the same painting on their laptop, and the professor gives his lecture, and we see Mark's laptop, and he's writing code. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's in the film. Uh, but it's in the script. But it's not it's, in the film it, in the in the detail that's described there. It's kind no, of just, you just see him using yeah. or, or typing code while somebody's giving a lecture. But yeah. one thing you just mentioned there, Darren, and uh, this is a little peek behind the curtain of podcasting for the listeners. The previous episodes haven't been released while I'm recording this with Darren, so it's the first time I've ever heard anybody say the army's hammer <laughs> to refer to the plural hammer, and I give a little. Of delight there, but I'm assuming Darren's been doing it the entire way through the podcast recording procedure. But um, yeah, uh, that's the perfect way to describe the twins: yeah, is the army's hammer. It's the correct. It's the correct way to pluralize it. Um, you know, much like attorneys general. Um, nice. So yeah, and and so you know, we we get this. Yeah, like we said, we get this little tiny glimpse of of what Mark Zuckerberg will explain later on what he's doing. But it's just a nice, quick kind of check in on where Mark is. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have from Mark Zuckerberg to Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. So I like how he's now including Tyler in his emails. <laughs> and he says, you know, December 10th, 2003, this week has been pretty busy thus far with classes and work. So I think it's probably going to be best to postpone the meeting. Um, and then we get div- uh, and I like as well how we go from that to Divya kind of finishing the email where he says, and I'm also really busy tomorrow. And the minute finishes with him saying, anybody feel like there's something up with this guy? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I just kind of like how this is, you know, this is basically, it's kind of lucky that it's these five minutes because this is this is kind of all going to unfold over these next five minutes. And effectively, when we when I start next week's minutes, it's going to be like, you know, the website's going to be done and, and we're going to be moving on. But this little kind of intercut in, it's like this little five minute period's really great in terms of just, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're, obviously you're getting the dates from the emails. But in between, you're kind of getting little glimpses into the the deposition room, and then you're also seeing Mark, you know, in his class, and then also doing, you know, putting in front of his whiteboard, and it's just this nice little kind of, kind of, kind of, um, you know, kind of scene setting between each of the different strands. So we know what's going on with Mark, we know what's going on with Eduardo, and we know that you know the twins and Divya are getting increasingly uh, frustrated as Mark will not communicate with them. 
Um, and I don't know. I just I really like that this is the kind of the you know we go from like I mean I think the deposition stuff in the last couple of weeks has been kind of interesting because you know uh, with effectively it's kind of painting Mark Zuckerberg as somebody who planned to start this website by ripping off these people and then making millions and then cutting out Eduardo. And, you know, they've already kind of squashed that as an idea by having Mark Zuckerberg saying, do you, you know, are you saying that I went to Eduardo planning to cut me out of a website that didn't even exist? Mm. And so, like, the idea, it's kind of interesting that each each of the parties kind of gets to, you know, maybe kind of change your mind just a little bit each time you hear them. So, you know, you start off thinking, oh, well, it, it does sound like Mark stole this idea. But then when you see how good Mark is as a programmer, you're like, well... I feel like eventually he would have done something like this. He'd already done face mash and it was, so it's, it's always kind of each, each kind of thing. And then I like as well how, you know, Eduardo getting punched and, um, you know, joining the Phoenix again, that's something that, you know, Mark would have wanted, but also at the same time, it sets up some of the stuff later on where we get to, you know, stuff with the chicken and, you know, so it's like it's it's very like I just love the way that, you know, Fincher and Sorkin have constructed this. So that like all these little pieces of these scenes are they're, they're kind of moving the story along, you know, within the deposition. But also in the past, you're gradually kind of getting closer and closer to the point where, you know, I mean, we're almost a quarter of the way through this film and we still haven't had Facebook being invented yet. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, but I don't know. That, that's just my thoughts on kind of this minute. And, you know, I just love the kind of the intercutting and the build up and, you know, particularly with the music as well. You know, the score is kind of amazing. You know, like literally after seeing this film, I bought the score, stuck it on iTunes, put it on my phone and I would literally walk around. And the, it's so kind of evocative that as you're listening to certain tracks, you can't help but imagine that you are in like a David Fincher film as you walk around your general life. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful soundtrack. Um, one thing I will say about this is not saying where the movie comes down, not I'm not saying where I come personally down in this here. The the minute we're talking about now, it really looks like Zuckerberg is screwing over the Finkelvoss twins, because everything that we see from them when we cut back to the scenes in the past, and we're we're to believe that's happened, based on what the movie's telling you. They seem clueless and they're trusting this guy. And they're like, oh, do you think there's something up with this guy? They're clearly hanging around waiting while he's actively coding a very <laughs> similar website and the thing. So telling them he doesn't have time, telling them he had work to do for his class, telling them that he was uh, busy or he was doing this other thing, which was going to take 15 hours or whatever it happens to be. All of these excuses he was having while at the same time still being able to code what the Facebook was at the time. So... The way this minute is set up, it really does look like actually Zuckerberg is the villain in this particular piece. Now, it's a lot easier to it. It's hard to feel sorry for the Finkelfoss twins when they look like Army Hammer and they're millionaires. Yeah, but at the same time, in this one particular minute, and probably let's be honest, in the next three or four minutes, they do come across as the patsies in this situation. Yeah. And I, I think the thing is, as well, that's kind of deliberate, you know, like setting it up to be, you know, like this is some like, you know, the, the kind of Winklevoss twins and Divya Narendra, they kind of exit the film about like 90 minutes in because that's the point at which like the present catches up to them and they decide to sue him. So but f from this point on, you know, they are kind of set up as, you know, they keep sending emails saying, can we meet up and talk about this website? And Mark is like, no, I'm busy but we keep seeing him decoding a website. So it's like, yeah. you know, and uh, it's, I don't know. So yeah, it does kind of cast Mark in like a bad light. 
Um, but I think, like, you know, it, personally for me in this film, like, my sympathy for the kind of Winklevoss twins uh, kind of end... I mean, I don't know. It's When they end up at the, you know, in the dean's office kind of complaining about it, at that point you're like... Seriously, you know, you're gentlemen of Harvard, and and it's and it's and it kind of it kind of does feel like you know they have a point, but they're kind of going about it the wrong way. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'll talk about that later in the film. But I, is there anything else that you feel we need to cover in this particular minute? Not in this particular. It, it's something that will come back later on um, in terms of how the people are acting in a deposition, because it's something you pointed out that you can tell the difference between which army hammer is which by yeah. their reactions so Tyler's the more fiery one it's the fact so in this this first minute he interjects over his own solicitor or his own lawyer yeah because he's used to having his own way he's he's an arrogant person and that's what he does right whereas Mark Zuckerberg is conspicuously quiet in this one uh, Andrew Garfield's character is relatively quiet he only speaks when he's spoken to and later on there's a point where Mark Zuckerberg speaks at his turn it's it's going to be on thursday's episode everybody actually yeah. friday's episode everybody <laughs> but he speaks out of turn and turn in the deposition as well and i don't know if you've ever been in a deposition i've been in a similar situation that where there was a, a teacher in my school had done something or had allegedly done something involving hitting a kid or whatever and then i was there to give a witness i was shitting myself and i wasn't in any way, shape, or form involved in it. I was literally just sitting in a room and I had to say I was not present during the alleged events. I'm one of the most arrogant human beings you're ever going to meet. And I will, I, I could barely bring myself to speak when I was spoken to. So to see the Winkelvoss in this case speaking at a turn and then later on seeing Mark Zuckerberg, it really gets across the sheer level of arrogance that these men have. They might not be physically the same, but they've definitely got a sense of entitlement that most normal people don't have. Yeah, I would also say that obviously Mark has probably been, you know, because he's the one who's defending himself, he's probably been coached a lot more thoroughly than, you know, the Winklevoss have. Yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of, you know, and Divya, they're kind of going off, like, their anger. You know, that's that's what's kind of motivating them. Whereas for Mark Zuckerberg, he's got to be more defensive, so he probably is going to say a lot less in these depositions. And in the in the kind of previous weeks, he has he has even questioned the meaning of the words the affirmative. So, <laughs> like, he's, you know, he's really kind of... He was he was one step away from kind of questioning prepositions. So, it, it, you know, he's he's been very defensive. So it, when, he, when we do get to that outburst, it's quite interesting that, you know, they allow him that kind of one moment where he does kind of speak out of turn. Uh, but I think we've covered this minute quite thoroughly, so I will ask you the the very simple Monday question, uh, which is: Did you see the Social Network at the cinema? I did not see the Social Network at the cinema. I feel like I'm betraying you, Darren. I mean, I saw it five times, so that's more than enough for. Oh, both thank of God! Us, I feel. I'm glad you made it up for me. So, did you did you end up seeing it later on, or you know, when did you eventually come to the film? I completely skipped it. I'm trying to remember what I was doing when it came out. It's it's ten years since it's been out. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it was it was late 2008. Yeah. So I missed it because I think around about that time, I was getting organized for weddings and stuff like that. So I was just super busy, and I wasn't going to the movie and. It might have been in my cinema, my local cinema, for a week because I live out in the country in Ireland. So it's not like the kind of movie that would stay out for four or five weeks, right? So I, I completely missed the cinema. But I did see it the first week it came out on DVD. So I went, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a go. In fact, 
I don't think it did come out on DVD until after the Oscars, so it would have been front and center in my mind because it was nominated for four or five, maybe even more. Yeah, uh, and it won the screenplay, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um, yeah, and obviously David Fincher was nominated for Best, Best Director, Director, I think. Yeah, mm. which was, you know, second time, I think, because he'd just been nominated for Benji Buttons. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we could talk about that later in the week. Uh, well, is there anything uh, that you would like to plug then before we go? Yeah, I, I have two podcasts. One is called Best Acquaintances, where myself and my best friend interview people we know from the internet. So Darren's been on the podcast, and it's a great time. And if you want to have a listen to what normal people sound like when they're giving interviews go and listen to it so it's it's quite fun and then the second one is called media evil where myself and a person that i met through best acquaintances uh, she was a guest on one of her episodes she's a medievalist named sarah f decker and we watch movies set in the medieval period and she destroys them for historical accuracy and i sit there and go oh interesting i've learned a lot but also this guy gets stabbed in the face with a sword so i enjoyed the movie so media evil or best acquaintances listen to either of them and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minutes or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks for being my guest here today, uh, Ollie. Always uh, a pleasure, Darren. And otherwise, I will see you tomorrow. All right. Bye. <laughs>